0: okay good evening it's Monday night and I'm Patrick and this is solid 60 we're gonna do a quick one tonight because it's late as usual that's the 2nd of July 2018 and the what 59 and a half years because I think I'm getting into what was July I started this in god knows I should know if I was a normal human being with a functioning brain and half decent memory I'd be able to recall the, at least the month I don't know it was at least a few months ago and I'm sticking with it even though tonight I had a really hard time starting because I'm just like I got nothing all the articles I linked up last week are still sitting there I've not been able to make time to uh, actually write them up I did manage to pretty much finish the first season sorry the second season Luke Cage which had some surprisingly dark moments You know, he patches up things with his father The daughter of, well, I guess you could say the main antagonist The, the female, I can't remember her name But she's a bit more interesting than the, the villain in the last season Even though he was a great actor, a great character But she's quite a complex... Uh, they do try and make her very like sympathetic in some ways But also, I mean, she's done some pretty fucked up shit It goes all the way back to the 80s in Jamaica. And you see just how truly depraved she can be just to hold on to some... Yeah, the greed and selfishness that even turns away her own daughter. It's just like... The shit that happened to her, you can kind of see why it went that direction with her um, uncle and all that. But it's... No. Whatever bad things have happened to you, it doesn't mean you can... (laughs) Uh, There's some shit that goes down in a um, diner, one of the Jamaican little restaurant places that uh, there's just nothing that uh, makes that okay her long time boy she's got this weird relationship with shades the guy from sons of anarchy who doesn't meet a good ending in that either i got a feeling he's gonna it's gonna end badly for him in this too but uh he's definitely a he's more badass and like so it's sort of weird he, he goes the other opposite direction or a similar path in that in sons of anarchy he was kind of with it and hardcore and then he got broken down and just ended up becoming like completely messed up and that's sort of what's happening in this like he started out you know his shades man he's super cool unruffable but then has to well i don't want to spoil anything I and mean, god knows when anyone would listen to this but if it's anytime soon i may not have seen the second season yet uh, it gets pretty crazy with what he has to do uh, to people that he was pretty close to and uh, that ultimately ends ends up with his self destruction. So surprisingly, you know, as as basic as it started in terms of the setup, it does end up becoming reasonably messy and complicated for what it is. Like it's still not mine hunter, but I'm glad I stuck with it. There were, and there were some surprisingly decent action scenes. Though so they're almost so over the top when Dragon Boy turns up. Finn Iron Fist, yeah. And they, up, they end up in this warehouse and they take out like almost 200 dudes with like this weird flying fist kick thing, and it's, it's all pretty ridiculous. And then they go back to the store and it's like, why like these two things do not belong together. It's, it's hard to marry up sometimes, but you know, I'm almost there. I'll get at least a sense of completion from finishing it, unlike the article. Um, it's going to be real bulletin point thing. And I'm just obviously not enjoying it too much if I really keep putting it off. But hopefully this week I have better days than today. Because it was pretty much up at four. Push, 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 push all day until I was home. Completely passed out. Even though I had to eat. If I would just gone straight to bed that would have been nice. But you got to eat because that's what you're programmed to do at lunchtime. And of course that picks me up again. Gives me all this energy. But I'm like, dude, if I don't go to bed now I'm going to be a wreck the rest of the day. And that just... You waste half an hour trying to go down and then when you do wake up two hours later you're just a mess i don't know splitting headache and had to just get back in the saddle i was going to ride or something ended up just on facebook for two hours more or longer back and forth with people and then got back in the truck because i've been doing a lot of extra work lately with this There's some generator out in Engelburn. If I'm still doing the same thing in 20 years, uh, the podcast I don't mind so much as long as I've got things to say, but driving fuel out to the middle of nowhere at midnight on a weekday, I don't know. i would just be pretty sad. I'll just have to make peace with it, you know? And so it's already quite hard to stay motivated as it is. So it's just a matter of reframing it, being okay with the way things are, because unless I can come up with a way to change it, which is not happening, I'm going to have to either just be depressed all the time or, again, make peace and uh, spin it as positively as possible. Hopefully not as deludedly as the guy in a podcast I listened to tonight. He was about to lose his home. They said, look, you can either get evicted now or we'll give you a little bit of time. You can take money. Like There's some kind of weird cash, if you agree, like if you come in and sign this piece of paper and you agree to just leave. So he's like, all right, I'll do that. But then they say, you, you need your, your father-in-law who apparently lived with him and his wife to come in and sign it as well. So he's like, oh, okay, sure. They're on holiday now, but give us some time and they'll come back and do it. So they keep giving him time and time and time. And he just didn't do anything about it. He just thought, I don't know, he could put it off. So he didn't tell his wife, didn't tell the father-in-law. He was so stressed out, he wasn't getting any sleep. Ended up freaking, oh, sword and scale. they don't mess around. He, uh, they find the darkest stuff. He woke, not woke up, but while sleepwalking, the loud bang or whatever it was, sound of his father-in-law coming home late at night somehow disturbed his sleepwalk and he ended up somehow strangling one of his own kids uh, and got off, basically not guilty because they managed to throw enough doubt. Not so much prove that he didn't do it, but just go, look, he could have been asleep and it's not his fault. So he walked and has to live with the fact that and he sounded reasonably remorseful about it, that he did, in fact... He had three kids, two of them survived, because he apparently tried to kill them as well, so at least they survived, but, you know, one of them did not make it, and I don't know how you would live with yourself after that. I don't know how you would get up every day or go on at all. You would just... I'm sure I would end up on crack, or something like that. Like, if I somehow i don't know i can't imagine what the scenario would be if i fell asleep while driving it would just be the worst thing ever and you would not be able to function as a normal human being at all like uh, i don't know how anyone moves on after that there was another one recently i'd heard about uh, them leaving kids in cars that wasn't a podcast that was an article that i got linked to and because i'd always been like how could you do that there's there's no way a fully functioning adult with any kind of self you know respect could could do that like you know, I drove around a fair bit with Lewis back in the day in the car, never even got close to doing that, never even sort of caught myself on, oh yeah, he's still there. And you know, He's was, was right there. You just, I don't know how anyone does that. I mean, I suppose if you're like asleep and you're doing a routine thing every single day, you hear about these cases where this guy was taken to child care. his daughter got a phone call where there was a job on and he's kind of a handyman. So he just has to take jobs, drove to this church, putting up a cross on a wall she's out in the car he's completely forgotten she's even there and uh, yeah the heat just gets to her i don't know how you could stay religious after that i don't know how you can anyway but after a tragedy like that while doing something for the church i just to it not have entered your head at any point apparently it did he'd driven home actually to get the truck to go and do this or something like that like the whole story was him driving back to where he would parked the car with his daughter in it in this truck filled with lumber and things like that so he's just charging across town as fast as he can, and it's heartbreaking. Um, And there's another one where you can almost, I think there was a clip where they played the audio, you could hear her in the background screaming as she's giving CPR to her daughter. But to get back to her daughter from where she was, she rang the babysitter and she's like, how's the kid? And the kid's like, no, she's with you. And she's like, what? Somehow worked out that she still had the kid, and obviously she was in the car, so runs down the stairs as fast as she can uh, from where she's working and just doesn't make it and it's just heartbreaking, like, there's nothing worse, the only thing in the world worse than losing, outliving a child would be somehow having it being your fault in any way, like that's, it does not get, I can't, my brain cannot conceive of anything beyond that in in terms of existential pain that you would live with every single day. I've got some shit that I live with that makes it hard but I can still see a future, a diminished one, but a future nonetheless. Without either one of my children, I can't see a future. Like it would just, I would cease having a reason to move on. Like ah, meditation maybe you could eke out some kind of much, much, much diminished scope of existence. Like what you can enjoy. Like it would just narrow right down to two or three things: like food, shelter, sleep, and just. Uh, people are good at compartmentalizing and rationalizing and moving on and finding ways to cope but damn that uh yeah i i don't know i don't know i guess you can't really judge anyone and i'd been foolish earlier to you know write, write it off as just going oh these people they obviously didn't care that much and i don't think i've been that callous but i've been reasonably dismissive and it was only when reading it was a really long article um and they interviewed a whole lot of Parents that have been through it and uh, talked to experts and how about how easy it was to do, and the human brain works, and memory's not perfect. And when you, there's certain actual terms for it, but it does happen, and it's not, it, it depends on the state and the district attorney or whoever's in charge of prosecuting. And uh, a lot of the time, they just don't bother because it's just one of those things that's really hard to prove. Um, unless you, there was one case on Sword and Scale. I remember about a guy where well, there was plenty of evidence that he planned to do it i mean it was on his computer <laughs> about like the day before he would looked up deaths in cars and things like that he would posted on all these subreddits about living without children and all these ridiculously suspicious things like he was constantly uh sexting some girl the entire day while uh still being married and his wife thought everything was fine and I mean, that in itself doesn't make him a murderer, but it uh, didn't look good. So it's it's harder to feel sorry for that guy had to be just a sociopath. But, you know, so I guess that coloured my only having that to go on as my reference point. It wasn't uh, completely fair to other parents who've been through it. So God, yeah, I would not wish that on anyone. Anyway, I did plan to talk more about personal stuff because I didn't have a lot of news this week. There hasn't been more Trump still in the press. I think John, again, I'm going to have to Google his name. It kills me. It fucking kills me that his name isn't at the tip of my tongue. He used to do the Daily Show. John Stewart. How do I not remember that? John Stewart, he popped up on a late-night chat show. So John Stewart, if I go to YouTube... I'll just Google his name, and then... There we go. He takes over the late show to address Donald Trump. And the late show... Colbert. Well, I guess I'm getting old and senile. That's another reason I was talking to Karen tonight, and I was like, hey, that's... And, and she said, like, you're just going to end up as one of these cranky, old, senile dudes that just rambles on. I'm like, what do you mean, end up? Like, I'm already there. But basically... Yeah, if nothing else, I should keep writing the articles because that's the only thing I can think of doing that's constructive other than a jigsaw puzzle I recently did is, is, yeah, if I do the article, even if no one's reading it I'm like, it's keeping me a little bit active upstairs and uh, might delay the onset of early something my grandfather had Alzheimer's and that was tough to watch I mean, I wasn't that close we went once or twice a year to see him and I had fond memories but seeing him eventually lying on that bed and just... He was a shadow, like a mere shadow of his former self. Yeah, the Trump thing, seeing John Stewart blasting Trump, it was quite a watch. It's been out for a few days. I finally saw it tonight while eating dinner. One of my giant Troppo burger things. i try trying to pull that down to once a week. It's just... It is a bit too much. But yeah, the, the speech was good. I recommend looking it up. Then I somehow tripped into another one that John, Michael Moore did. He's nowhere near as smart as John Stewart, but he he made a good... Um, effort it's quite rousing at the end. Something about John Stewart he's, he he always makes clear that he doesn't whenever never wants to run for office himself, but gee, it'd be nice if you did. I mean that's I think of anyone I'd rather see running things to be honest. was I talking about this with the other day I was sort of saying like who would you have in power if you could if you were sort of like some godlike creature and you could just pick three or four people to run each country and like there's this committee basically and I don't I know not everything should be run by a committee but some kind of think tank style thing and I guess there has to be someone with veto powers who's like yeah okay I've heard all your advice but this is what's going to happen so just off the top of my head not really thinking too long about it John Stewart's my go-to and then you know if it for the States for Australia it would probably be I guess something about satirists and comics where they just get right to the truth and there's no bullshit. you know. 99% of the time, I can't think of anyone who understands a topic better and can put it as plainly and as free of uh, bullshit, basically. So that's probably who I'd go with. I mean, obviously they'd need a bit of a run-through on regulations and procedures and things like that. But hey, if they're making all the decisions, obviously they'd make some mistakes, but it would be better, I think, than whatever the uh, situation is now. Like, I'd be some godlike like entity that just floats around and occasionally is basically a little bit more active than our original godlike figure who kind of pissed off after Jesus died essentially as far as we know unless the whole Mormon thing is for real yeah that's just picking th- something out of a hat because that's the culture I grew up in but obviously there'd be hundreds of other religions that could just as equally be the real deal but either way none of them as far as I know have been actively involved a day-to-day basis in the real world you know I can't think of <laughs> any solid evidence of any kind of interdiction or manipulation that's that's clearly directly from a higher being. Shit happens sometimes and because of the human tendency to see a pattern in things or want there to be a, a meaning or to attribute meaning to something that has none. A lot of people it's easy to think hey this must have been fate or whatever you want to call it but unfortunately most of the time it is just random confluence of chaos hey that works doesn't sound pretentious at all made the mistake tonight of getting involved in an argument in a group that's probably nearly as bad in its own way as uh, aussie man cave it's called Nam- namaste which is ironic that's good which I think is an Indian word for peace or Hindu word. Yeah, it's just, it's over 100,000 people and it's just a complete shit fight in every comment thread. And because i just seen the, there's a refugee video that got shared. It was a dramatized uh, little scene with a bunch of kids sitting in court with no lawyer, talking to a judge, using a translator, and basically being told they're going to get sent home with no idea what was going on. Like they've been separated from their parents and it's just tragic. And, you know, all these commoners that i'm talking about who are intelligent and have the evidence have been showing over and over again that yeah this wasn't happening before trump obviously it was illegal to enter illegally that's the whole you know that hasn't changed but now that the the policy of separating them is new uh that's it's just completely unarguable but of course there's still people in this group just go oh well this was already happening with you know clinton and Obama and blah 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 it's like what it's really frustrating (laughs) I can't let myself get like worked up because it's and I did I was just commenting on everything like oh you idiot but you know and they just fight back with oh you're a sheeple you know you're drinking that mainstream media Kool-Aid and I'm like you're drinking that Trump cult Kool-Aid and what's the point no one's going to listen to each other no one's going to change anyone's mind all I can do is point out how oblivious they are to the facts like it just takes you know thirty seconds of Google research to go look clearly this is a new thing it's never popped up before and they've they've just got su- such a warped mindset they're like well that's because the media owned by Soros or whoever and the World Bank wants trump out so now they're making you get upset about it but it's always been going on so that I don't I can't remember a time when there was this many people on one side of an issue and this many people on the other I like to think that they're in a minority and they're just really loud about it but it, it is kind of scary when it's that in your face and it does seem like more than like five percent of people it seems like a a good 20 to 30 percent of people are that retarded and I hate to use that term apparently now it's politically incorrect but I I can't think of a stronger one and I'll probably hear this one day and be like oh no face palm. but it's just that's really hard to watch Like other things in my life, it's frustrating because, you know, you want to do something about it, but you just, you got to find a way to, that cognitive dissonance of being outraged about something that is genuinely deplorable and then finding people that somehow justify it. So you want to, and and they're right there, they're reacting to what you're saying in the moment. Like, wow, I can actually vent or use some of this emotion in a positive way or do something with it towards this person who is clearly in the wrong but you know when you really think about it and step back that's not going to help either it's, it is still just pointless venting so I've got to just roll on back spin their wheels and hope that in the long run you know, there's going to be another election people will wake up the apathetic masses that let Trump get in even though you know more people voted for Clinton as much as she has her own issues she's not as like completely completely M- malignly evil as Trump like she's not an angel by a long shot but um, Christ it wouldn't have gotten this bad so yeah let's just hope that next time it comes around people like alright hang on let's put the brakes on this and turn the ship around a little bit towards uh, calmer waters you've got to look up that John Waters John Waters oh my god that's the director John Stewart if I say it enough it'll stick Um, but one thing I was going to read out other than my diary which I haven't finished with so I'll get there, I'll get there. This Friday hopefully playing basketball with Lewis. I did want to see Jurassic Park but he's he's down for b-ball and I'm fine with that hopefully I'll see. It is a movie I do want to watch at the cinema because it is quite a big summer blockbuster Um, I'm not sure I'd enjoy it as much on the small screen because I know the story and the script and everything. are not going to quite be up to scratch Especially with the... Th- is this the third one with him? I think it's only the second with um, Star Lord... Sorry, Chris Pratt. And apparently they do reference the the whole thing with her being able to run in high heels. in the first movie that everyone made fun of. And deal with some of the other problems. But then create new problems, according to a couple of articles I've seen. But I'm fine. I'm just there for a good time. And I don't know who I'm going to be able to watch that with. I know even Rony wanted to see it. Uh, so who knows I'll just keep an eye on times if it pushes into next week it might be pointless because it'll be like one of those little mini like the last screen in the cinema like number nine or something and then you might as well just watch it at home so I'll, I'll keep an eye out but yeah what have I written down here for the diary on the second 18 so I'm actually writing stuff now just to like have something to bounce off while I read it's not much. I've got Gabe eating butter. As Karen posted a video of him literally scooping out handfuls of margarine and eating it like it's like it's fruit or something. Like I can't imagine anything that goopy and oily being something you'd want to put in your mouth unless it's a thin smear on toast. But no, it's just armfuls of the shit, and uh, he's loving it so it's something to see I I hope he grows out of it because Christ that's hard to watch but it's also very cute like he's adorable but yeah that can't be too good for him so hopefully he's stopped drinking his milk apparently which isn't good he does need all the things that they put in that milk and that shit ain't cheap and she keeps making it and he keeps saying no so (laughs) I'm so cheap I'm like yeah for his health that would be important but damn that stuff is expensive. That's the main problem. I, you know, it worked on the weekend a fair bit. Um, that is, That does mean some overtime is kind of draining when you're up and about and up and back. And It meant it was difficult to do anything social. I did uh, see a bit of family, so that was good. Very brief though. Uh, hopefully this weekend we can set up another games night on Sunday. We did play. Oh, that's right. I was going to talk that. 11.45pm. <laughs> I was going to talk that. I have no English now. I just dropped complete words from sentences. Yeah, so basically I managed to squeeze in a couple of hours of Dungeons and Dragons, of all things. We worked out that we could play it online. We just got Discord set up. So we had the party mic happening. I bought a new headset. Then realized the headset I already had does have a mic. But it didn't matter because that you can barely hear me, apparently. I'm like six feet away. So the one I bought the other day from... JB Hi-Fi for $40 on special works just fine, thankfully. Um, and I'll keep using that. Probably once or twice a week, we're going to try and do another session. We've got our characters. Managed to do it all online, you know, using these really cool character sheets which auto-generate, auto-roll everything. It's really cool. Uh, we have this map you can move around with our little figures. He's going to try and look at the stuff I bought him at. Supernova, which was that giant pack of artwork that you can... in Port into Roll20, which is the game system we're using. So that's fun. I've created a half orc barbarian because, you know, basically I'm an idiot and all I have to do is play to that type. I can just play myself because, honestly, if I was really in a fantasy setting, I'd last about two minutes. But if I could somehow magically give myself fighting skills, like in the Matrix, then yeah, I might survive a bit longer, but I'm still going to be an idiot. So Okay, I'm just an idiot that can fight, and that's pretty much what I'll play. Time maybe, and a few more, if we can keep this a regular thing, and this campaign plays out, and I have to use someone else, I might mix things up a bit. But as the first game, since I like, was 16, when we the well, last time I had kind of a serious attempt at role-playing it was with the same DM. So it was probably 20 years ago. It's fun, it's still just as fun, and the, the coolest part is that Shane has his son Dylan playing, who's nine. Same age as Lewis. So I would love to have Lewis play as well. I'll bring it up with him on Friday, but somehow doubt his mother's going to let that fly. So Yeah, it's going to be tough uh, hearing you know Shane and Dylan just sitting next to each other, having the time of their life. We're all cracking up, and, and it's just good times. So, and I'm like, yeah, gee, that'd be nice, but I'm just going to roll with it. And no pun intended. Enjoy for what it is. Um, it is... You know even though it's online it's still social and it's a bit of fun so i'll we'll keep doing that and the only other thing that happened today the bank got back to me i had inquired about a car loan given that i made six figures this year i don't know if that's the first time but i thought hey there's all these offers going one percent car loans no deposit required that's pretty tempting but then a part of me was like look you're 40 essentially you don't have any property you're paying you know 400 dollars a fortnight just literally pissing down the drain because it's rent it's going nowhere and I've been doing that for 20 years so why not try and get some control over your life I, I guess I'd always sort of thought I'll meet someone and we'll buy something together the way things have gone that's not something I can count on let's just put it that way can't wait forever so I'm just gonna hey if I even buy something by myself get the 1st home buyers grant that's that's a good base I can still maybe meet someone else or patch things up with can one day hopefully but uh wow it's so god i think anyone on the outside of it hearing me talk about it uh, for long enough would be like what are you even doing considering that as a possibility like it's so on and off again i don't know how anyone could think it would be the smart thing to do your heart doesn't follow your brain it does its own thing so we'll see maybe things can if everyone gets the help they need myself included Uh, things can work out Um, but either way nothing's happening anytime soon so I've got to think about what I can do financially in terms of planning and, and what's going to happen down the line so instead of spending all my disposable income paying off a car which I can't afford or need because I mean basically my golf sits outside all week I'm still paying that off uh, I thought, what if I sacrifice? So instead of spending all my money at the moment, like at going out for dinner and on wish.com, like I just got 10 more things today, it's ridiculous. Uh, let's force myself in a way to pay off something that's actually going to be useful, like a house. So unfortunately, all the zero deposit home loans are pretty much dried up unless you've got someone to be a guarantor. Now, the way things are with my dad at the moment, that's not going to happen. Even though he's on pretty good terms with Sean and before there was any issue with his job yeah I don't think there was any problem with his job at that point where my brother was buying a house and uh, he went to my dad just to be a guarantor just to kind of step in there and go look can you jump on the list of names and uh, it was either my dad or Janina that was like you know his partner that just put the kibosh on that that was a little disappointing my brother's good for it he's had the same job for 10 years Sean is not going to default on a home loan he's got K earning money he's got a kid He's the solid. He's the best out of the four of us in terms of normality, and getting shit done. Like having his shit together. He's not super confident or social all the time, but in terms of being a steady, head screwed on straight kid, you know, he's really been there from day one. So when all my dad had to do was put his name on a piece of paper, I can't. I can't. I haven't talked to him about it because obviously not really on speaking terms right now. Yeah, that's uh, disappointing. I mean, it's, it's one of a very long list of things that he's basically failed on. Yeah, that's one of the things that I think gets me so heightened and paranoia about my own sons. I want them to be able to look back and go, well, oh, he tried. Whereas I can say that for my dad to a degree because did raise us by himself for a while there and that's got to be respected. But uh, there's so many mistakes and later on so many things where you just think, are you a sociopath? Like you're not even turning up at any point in time at... All for the first couple of years of my first son's life, like ever. First couple of years, I mean, I was around more. It, was, it wasn't was as weird as it is now. I was just, I was looking after him a lot, at the hospital with him. Uh, he was in and out. Lewis was sick a few times and nothing, zero. I mean, I know there was a couple of hours drive in it and then I confronted him about it on the phone at one point recently when we were having part of the argument. It was, I'd finally cracked and was like, what happened? Like, how could you not even visit and he's just like well you know we had problems with his mother we didn't like Janice and it's like how is that and I've asked around I'm not being crazy here that is not a valid excuse that is like the lamest thing you could come up with ever unless you're a sociopath or some kind of weird narcissist like just because you don't like something that the mother has done doesn't mean you take it out on the child and it almost sounds like what Trump's doing now to all these children. Uh, by removing them from their parents, because oh, the the parents shouldn't have come in illegally. Well, how's that the kids' fault? Why separate the children from their parents because they've made a mistake or had the wrong idea about what would happen when they got to America? That's obviously there's not a huge amount of education back in Guatemala or San Salvador. They're just trying to avoid getting shot or starving to death. Screw them. So just to hear that sort of that was it. That was the reason, and and the reason that got me upset was because. When I imagine Lewis or, or Gabriel one day, as hard as that is, uh, to have their own children, I will do. I will move heaven and earth to be there, and to see their uh, them light up, and to see. I. I can't even. I can barely get around the concept that I have children, let alone my children having children. But uh, I know I'll do my best to help out and just be a part of that process as much as possible, for the benefit of. If there's some way, I can make that a more enjoyable better experience for everyone involved then that's what I'll do and if if one of them doesn't want me there and is like no just back off man then I'll do that too It's never at any point like that you know he didn't really offer and I, I guess I could have pushed more for him to come down but I just yeah that that still bothers me I guess that that's a I guess baggage in a way going forward and I don't want that to weigh too heavily on my own relationships you know some baggage can be good like it's more like it just informs because you know it's you've got more empathy in terms of like I wouldn't want to be a complete sociopath to my kids because I know how it feels when it happens to me so in a way that that's a a good thing i can learn that lesson but i remember feeling a little bit like I was the whole thing last week i talked about oh, i hope you know i can't blame him because he doesn't want to see me i can't really know that's the case i can't speak for him or imagine what's going through his head And when I think about it, I was trying to put myself in his shoes. When I was that age, I wasn't really thinking about my parents in terms of, oh, will will their feelings be hurt if I say this or don't say that. It was just, they were like institutions. They were like the sun and the moon and the earth and the trees. They were like part of this structure of life. And I didn't really, I couldn't really empathize or put myself in their shoes as a kid because it was, the whole concept was so alien to me of them just being like myself. I think that's where I was. And I think I've got to remember that, that it's not fair to kind of apply the same things I'm going through to them. Like they're just gonna do their thing. Like hearing this other podcast the other day with this nine-year-old and I think she was 11, like there was these two kids and the mother had kind of, was this Russian woman and they are in England and she'd kind of taken them for way too long, got this boyfriend and he was feeding them pot brownies and things like that and taking him on holidays to Morocco and it was all very terrible and it got worse because then they got these kids on video to say that their father had been molesting him which is bad enough but then they went on and accused the local McDonald's, the local Starbucks, the entire school uh, of, of doing ritual satanic sacrifices with helping them eat babies and all sorts of ridiculous... Like, it was so over the top. And the kids are talking about it like it was a Sunday outing, you know, like they were on camera and just going, Yeah, and then we did the sex in the bum and the front bum, and then we ate the baby. And it, there was no trauma. There was no obvious distress about it. They were just describing this fantastic story like it was off the page of a Harry Potter book. And it was just... When you heard hear the father talk about it, and he's just in tears, oh, your heart breaks, but... You know, that's a nine-year-old being told by his mother or stepfather to say this stuff, and he's just like, well, all right, I mean, if that's what you want me to say, I'll just go along with it. So, I've got to remember, you know, you're nine, nine, not 19, so you can't expect them to be a fully-fledged smart kids. but I can't put too much on his shoulders emotionally. He's just coping the best he can, and yeah, buddy, just can't wait to sit down with you one on one. All that shit in the past sorted out by then. There was some messed up stuff that happened and it's only gonna, the future's where it's at. So that's all I can tell myself. Yeah, it's sad though, because whenever I see a series or whatever, something fictional where it's like, there's this relationship between a mother and a father, I mean, a parent and a child where they didn't have that time growing up for whatever reason, but there's still this sense of aggrieved, like, there's still some blame from the child. Like, okay, it might have been not your fault completely, but you weren't there. So they still have this sense of injustice about it, and, that, and that's going to be tough. But hopefully there's a way around that as well in, in, in some form. Because so, a part of me is like, fuck it, I'll just start again. I'm not, like, to write off the relationships that are already there or to give up on what I want there to be. I could never do that, but in terms of, like... I haven't been able to be there for, and I've, I think it's having a taste. Like when I am with either of my sons, it's so good. Like the time is just the most precious time that I ever have. And it's, I remember it so clearly for days and weeks afterwards, I'm like every little cute moment or thing that we do that, they, that makes them laugh or makes me laugh. I'm like, that I carry with me. So I'm like, imagine if you could have that, like all the time. Like I know it's painful having a baby and they like, you never get any sleep and all that. but the thought of how good that would be to have someone with you and to be able to have that unrestricted to live in a world where that's possible because sometimes you'll glimpse it like you'll see it on TV or you'll see families cruising around and they're just with each other all the time. They don't have to get it meted out in small doses. It's just on tap. They take it for granted. It's just like, yep, I can wake up and oh, it's, my kid's asleep like right there. Oh, God, that's so annoying. So that would be I just can't imagine it. Yeah, I guess there's a small, selfish part of me that's like, well, I'll just uh, try and find a way to make that happen and, and roll with that and then and, and still get make the best of best I can out of what's, the, what's remaining uh, with, with the two. I don't know. Sorry, I'm rambling now. I'm not in a good place. But to finish up, because it has ticked over into 40-something minutes. How did that happen? I'll... Uh there was something I was going to read on Reddit, of all things. What was one of the most mysterious posts found on Reddit? turned out to be one of the more interesting threads I've seen for a while. A lot of posts about guys that, and, and different people that hear a honk whenever they step out. Uh, he said it would happen every single time, but not when anyone else in his household went out. He said it was happening for several years. Everyone was suggesting he had a mental illness, which was a likely explanation. I wish we got an update, and there's a whole bunch of stories like that, but it turned out with a lot of them that it was carbon monoxide poisoning, like there was somehow gas getting into the house or something like that, and it makes, there's a condition where it makes people paranoid, so I've got to watch that, if that's happening to me, it's either I'm mentally ill like my mother, or somehow there's something getting piped into the house, which sounds just as paranoid, but... Apparently through tricks of fate and accidental, like badly arranged carports or whatever it can happen. I don't know how it happened, but it is a thing. Oh, there's one. There was a 17-year-old kid who just found out he apparently had a letter tattooed on his back that he never knew about. He'd gone swimming and his friends commented on it. Never read an update and can't find the post. I've wondered about him ever since. When R writing prompts attacks. That sounds like a great writing prompt. I've, I think I unsubscribed to that because I always read the prompt and I'm like, wow, that would be a great story. But then whenever I read the actual, I've, I've, I'm yet to read a good contribution in there or they're really good, but they're only like so long and then you want to read the, You want it to keep going and that's tends to be all they write. It's just, it gives you a taste and you can't have the whole meal. So it ends up a bit um, yeah, frustrating. Do, But there was one I had just started and I didn't finish because I was like, I've got to, do the podcast and put this on it. There was a lady cleaning her house and she found a tooth. Somebody jokingly said, huh, somebody's living in your crawl space. Then a dentist looked at the tooth and revealed it was a child's tooth. The lady concluded there was certainly no child living in her attic, but she couldn't shake the feeling that somebody was in her place. So she goes in the attic and she says there's some things up there and calls the cops. Next day, she updates that there was indeed a dude chilling in her attic, looking at porn, peeping on her shower, stealing her underwear, and collecting urine and semen in jars. Turned out to be the local church pastor. Well, so that might have been surprising a few years ago, but now it's like oh, of course it was him. It's insane to read that as it played out in real time. Yeah, it would have been pretty cool. There's a whole Imgur thread. Well, Imgur, following some updates, the 70-something-year-old pastor visited her attic. was institutionalized. His wife left him. The ladies whose house it was has since found love with someone she got talking to on imgur not too bad an ending jesus and then this cute little paragraph i don't know where it came from i think someone just got a little whimsical none of us ever saw a septuagenarian masturbating burglar ever again after that summer night years later i heard he had died fighting in vietnam it was an ambush somewhere outside the village of tampon still Every now and then I find myself looking back on those nights with a sense of wonder. Those nights I unknowingly spent with a septuagenarian masturbating burglar in my attic was so full of hope and innocence, much like his trespassed pickle jars brimmed with ejaculate. Just beautiful. Simply beautiful. It was uh, one of the most romantic passages I've ever read. Morgan Freeman voice for me. (laughs) Bob Saget for me. Dave Chappelle for me. DeVito, Gilbert Gottfried. Oh God, no, I can't stand his voice. Fred Savage, Paulie Shaw.
1: Why go there?
0: Why would you go there? Then whose tooth was it? <laughs> everyone gets upset because the ghost of a child that used to live in the home left it there to warn the lady about the old man. And the illogical answer. So whose fucking tooth was it? Oh, uh, Here we go. Two years ago, a woman posted about her husband had started knowing things that happened in the house, like someone dropping by but never entering the house when he wasn't there she mentioned he might be monitoring her and seemed pretty frightened okay maybe it's her ex-husband also mentioned that he was in it and probably on reddit after getting a ton of advice she never posted again Uh, women heard recordings of a conversation being played through headphones of a child's ipad jesus she recently got divorced from her husband her husband who works for the fbi one karma for anyone who guesses it was who it was that planted the listening device audio being recorded on my daughter's kindle yeah, it's, I mean, the worst I have is like, I set up an app and it's not on my phone now. It's another one, another one of the apps that got deleted when I, yeah, I can shit talk my dad, but I'm kind of like my first son's mum. Like I can kind of, I don't want to shit talk her too much because I think she's in a way a good person. Like she's really good with him. I can't knock her mothering skills in any way. Like it's just, I feel a bit unfairly pushed out and I can see in her mind, like if it's like when you're watching one of those dramas or it's like, okay, this person's doing a shitty thing, but if you look at their backstory, it kind of makes sense. You really have to push yourself to empathize. It's like, okay, I know where they're coming from, but it just kind of sucks that people don't try hard enough to work it out. Can you do? Anyway. Next story on here. I'm sure there was one that I was... I remember this one post on relationships in which a woman caught her nephew. It says a woman caught his nephew, but that must be a typo. Hiding recording device at the bathroom she and her daughter used. The nephew was 18. She had a young daughter. I remember she did one update where she talked to her husband and he wanted to involve the police. And she said she would probably do that and would later update. But there hasn't been one. Mm. Yeah. The nephew was hopefully arrested and the police advised the mother not to post any more details on Reddit. That's probably what happened. Yeah, that, I think that's 90% of these never-gave-an-update situations. Police lawyers, whatever, got involved and tell them to stop posting it on Reddit for obvious reasons. That's how I lost one of my jobs. I was dumb enough to post on Reddit and post on uh, YouTube different stuff. And it wasn't really mentioning my job anywhere, but my job found out about it. And yeah. Posting fights at Central Station when you work at Central Station. I don't know how I ever thought that would be okay to do. Wasn't there one about a creepy hotel with secret doors in Louisiana that led to secret rooms? Linked to politicians or something? Sounds cool, but obviously there's no big details on that. Somebody posted that Zaza later wrote about the room being intentionally a themed thing. He said it may have been an elaborate viral marketing scheme. Yeah, that makes sense. I think Zaza is a hotel hotel chain in America. Like one of those boutique things. There was a kid who took his car to the mechanic and the mechanic found a GPS tracker turns out the FBI was tracking this kid he found out when the FBI showed up to his house he tried to sell the device on Craigslist Jesus link to article yeah what the hell were they doing wired.com court spying on student FBI demands tracker back the post prompted wide speculation about the device was real whether the young Arab American was being targeted and what the authorities would do it just took 48 hours to find out the device was real student was been tracked, and the FBI wanted an expensive device back. The answer came when half a dozen FBI agents and the police officers appeared at Yasir Afifi's apartment, demanding he return the device. Well, that explains everything, given his name. Afifi, the son of an Islamic American community leader who died in Egypt, is only one of a few people known to have found a government tracking device on their vehicle. I mean, look. if you look, there's a photo of it. He's holding it, and his right hand... It's like the size of a large walkie talkie. In his left hand, there's like a long bar type thing with a huge cable coming out of it. How could you not find that? I mean, obviously, they hide it underneath, but I thought they were a lot smaller than that. If anyone knew what it was and it meant the FDI is after us, that's what they posted on Reddit. My plan was just to put the device on another car or in a lake. But <laughs> when you come home to two stoned off their ass people who are hearing things in the device and convinced it's a bomb, you could just got to be sure. A reader identified it as an Orion Guardian ST820 tracking device made by an electronics company called Cobham, which sells the device only to law enforcement. There you go. A former FBI agent who looked at the pictures confirmed it was a tracking device. He said that the device is an older model that had long ago been replaced by devices that don't require batteries. There you go. I wonder why they use such an old model. It has to be able to be removed, but also stay in place and not be seen. There's always a possibility that a car will end up at a mechanic that has to be hidden well. It's very rare when the guys find them. Okay. They so must have hit it right up inside the drivetrain or something. He said he was certain the agents who installed it would have obtained a 30-day warrant for its use. Fifi considered selling device on Craigslist before the FBI showed up. see he hadn't actually advertised it. Uh, he was in his apartment when a roommate said two sneaky-looking people were near his car. He, already heading out for an appointment, encountered a man a woman looking at his vehicle. The man asked if Afifi knew his registration tag was expired. When Afifi asked if it bothered him, the man just smiled. That should have been a bit of a giveaway. He got near his car, headed for the parking lot, and their SUVs pulled up with flashing lights. And it all went down. They got the device from his apartment and handed it over. Did he know anyone who travelled to Yemen or was affiliated with overseas training? One of the agents produced a printout of a post that Fifi's friend Khaled wrote a few months ago. It had something to do with a nut mall or a bomb. He hadn't seen it before and doesn't know the details of what it said. He's a smart kid and is not affiliated with anyone ex- anything extreme. I've known that guy my whole life. So they're obviously watching this Khaled dude and this guy just got pulled into it somehow. Sounds like that was the end of it for him. You don't need to call your lawyer. Don't worry, you're boring. They shook his hand and left. Well, I guess it's when the one time I've been boring is actually a good thing the FBI you want to be boring to the FBI trust me there was one about a guy who went with his girlfriend to visit her parents in the middle of the night she got up and he thought he heard sex noises leading him to believe his girlfriend has a sexual relationship with her father this reminds me of a guy who was going through I think his wife's parents stuff in the attic and found pictures of his wife with her parents Uh, well in that way and then he ended up joining them and he said it was really awkward when the dad just got up and was like, all right, let's go into the other room. His wife seemed uncomfortable at first but then the two parents sort of got her going and she was into it and then at the end he was like, so I guess this is what we're doing now or something. Pretty fucked up but kind of interesting. Wow. I can't believe that really happened. I mean, it just seems like something someone made up to get karma. I just can't see how that would go down. It's the sort of thing you read on the internet and you're like, yeah, okay, cool. Your imagination is an amazing thing and you can kind of frame it. Reality can be pretty strange as well, but ability to, I I just call bullshit on it. It's too, certain things just, I know they can happen. It's weird. It's like, I saw these photos recently of uh, a bunch of Africans being getting basically massacred. Someone posted them on Facebook and it was like, yeah, okay, I know that's happening. Like there's photos of it, but I can't really, unless you're there seeing it. it it just doesn't seem that real if that makes any sense anyway it's somehow already nearly an hour so that's enough now we're getting well i'm only like two percent of the way down this thread so that's a monster threads but i'm not going to drag you through it i think i'll uh i just tried to end on a more interesting note than the sad stuff that i had to get through but thanks for listening hope you enjoy your week and uh i'll talk to you next time have a solid one